Hello, everyone, and welcome to another installment of Podcast 360, your go-to resource for medical news and clinical updates. I'm your moderator, Amanda Balby, with Consultant 360 Specialty Network. Endothelial injury may provoke emphysema, but molecular pathways of disease development require further discernment. Emphysematous lungs exhibit decreased expression of hypoxia-inducible factor 2-alpha, or HIF-2-alpha, regulated genes, and tobacco smoke decreases pulmonary HIF-2-alpha concentrations. A new study aimed to evaluate the role of endothelial cell HIF-2-alpha in the pathogenesis of emphysema in mice. My guest today is the lead author of that study, Dr. Shravani Pasipneti, who is an instructor of medicine in the Division of Medicine, Department of Pulmonary Allergy and Critical Care at Stanford University in Stanford, California. Thank you for joining me today, Dr. Pasipneti. To start, can you tell us why your objective was important to study? Yeah, so emphysema is a really prevalent disease, but unfortunately the therapies that exist only alleviate symptoms and don't prevent or reverse the disease. But there's been a few lines of evidence that have come out recently suggesting that the hypoxia-inducible factors or HIPs may be relevant to COPD. So the first of these was a GWAS study of patients with COPD uh, where the investigators found that of all of the genes that they looked for, only expression of HIF-regulated genes correlated with COPD severity. Or put another way, lower expression of HIF-related genes was associated with more severe emphysema. The second is that there's really a well-accepted idea that COPD involves a reduction in pulmonary vascular blood flow and increase in endothelial cell death. So this in combination with one of our previous findings where we showed that HIF-2 is necessary to maintain large airway microvasculature, and then other people who have shown that tobacco smoke decreases HIF-2 expression in the lung, and that endothelial cells are among the highest source of HIF-2 in the lung, led us to hypothesize that HIF-2 may actually be relevant in the pathogenesis of emphysema. And so we started to show that. Perfect. Um, And then you and your colleagues evaluated the lungs of mice after they were exposed to SU5416, a VEGFR2 inhibitor, in order to induce emphysema. Then you compared those results to samples from human lungs. Did any of these findings surprise you? Yeah, there were a few really interesting things, actually. So the first time that I saw some of the Sujin results, I was actually really amazed. You know, I expected that the HIF-2 knockouts exposed to Sujin would have emphysema, but I wasn't expecting it to be so much more profound than what we saw in the Sujin animals alone. But even more interesting was what we saw in the setting of HIF-2 overexpression. So I didn't expect that HIF-2 overexpression would prevent disease in the Sujin model. And this is really exciting because it could have real implications for patient care. So the PhD inhibitors, which result in HIF-1 and HIF-2 expression, contingently already exist and are in the market and being studied as treatment options for management of CKD-related anemia. And so given that these drugs already exist and what we found, you know, it shows that there might be clear therapeutic potential for some of the things that we're seeing. The other thing that was really surprising to me uh, was in our human studies or in the human samples. And what we saw was that not only were there fewer endothelial cells in the COPD samples, but of those endothelial cells that remained, so specifically in the patients with advanced COPD, those cells had even less HIF-2, suggesting that HIF-2 is actually one of the key drivers responsible for the pathology and not just a reduction in endothelial cell number. That's interesting. How do these findings add to the existing body of literature? 
So I think there's a few key points to take away from our work. And the first is really that HIF2 is central, I think, to the pathogenesis emphysema. You know, previous studies have shown that tobacco smoke leads to a reduction in HIF2, and it's well accepted that tobacco is one of the most important risk factors for emphysema. And our genetic model shows that this induced loss of endothelial HIF2 alpha, as you can get from tobacco smoke exposure, results in emphysema. And so our genetic model is very clearly clinically relevant. Another interesting thing we found was that HIF2 deletion results in a reduction of endothelial cells and parasites. And the parasite finding is actually really interesting uh, because we know that parasites are important in maintaining alveolar health. And so this suggests, or at least um, helps us think about one of the mechanisms that might be necessary or that might be responsible for the observed emphysema phenotype. And then the last thing we showed was that HIF2 overexpression is able to overcome the VEGF antagonism that you see from SU5416 or SUGIN, uh, suggesting that modulating HIF2 can prevent disease. And so these SUGIN HIF2 studies are actually um, especially interesting because there's a lot of interest in SUGIN and HIFs, especially in the world of pulmonary hypertension. So we know that SUGIN in combination with chronic hypoxia results in pulmonary hypertension. And there's a fair amount of evidence that suggests that decreased HIF2 is protective um, in hypoxia-induced pH. Uh, and as a result of that, there's actually medications that are being studied to decrease HIF uh, and possibly used as therapies for pH. But given our findings, you know, I think it suggests that any therapies that we use to inhibit HIF should really be really carefully studied to monitor for any obstructive lung disease as what we saw in our study. Perfect. How might these findings help improve care for patients with emphysema or those who are at high risk for emphysema? So we know that endothelial HIF2 is an endogenous factor that prevents the development of emphysema. And our findings are also supported by the fact that our model results in an emphysema phenotype that's similar to aging-associated COPD, where the phenotype is predominantly in the alveolar region rather than, the, um, rather than bronchial inflammation. And since we know that tobacco smoke also results in damage to endothelial cells and a reduction in HIF2, it strongly supports the idea that HIF2 could be a key potential target for interventions to protect at-risk patients. Mm -hmm. Perfect. In your opinion, how do you hope your findings impact the future of patient care? Yeah, so I think our findings are actually really exciting. And the reason I feel that is that we've shown really for the first time that modulating expression of one gene, HIF2, can prevent emphysema. And our results are especially clinically applicable given that tobacco smoke is one of the most significant risk factors for the development of emphysema. And we know that tobacco smoke exposure results in decreased pulmonary HIF2. So given the shortage of curative options for people with COPD, I'm really hopeful that our studies will help lead to more definitive therapies for patients who are suffering from this chronic condition and don't really have other options for treatment. Perfect. Thank you so much for joining me today and answering all my questions. Of course. Thank you so much for this opportunity. It was great to share and looking forward to working on this further.